All right, time for another edition of the Industry 45 Podcast Show. Shane Christopher Neal here, your host. And just a reminder, you can check out the Industry 45 Podcast Show on all major streaming platforms at giantfm.com, country89.com, musiclifemagazine.net, and on my brand new website, shanechristopherneal.com as well. Uh, today, my guest is country star, and he is a country star, Tyler Joe Miller. Uh, Tyler hails from Langley, British Columbia, play a ton of his music. Okay. Well, I play two of his songs a ton of times, uh, on country 89. Uh, the first one pillow talking the first Canadian independent country artist with a number one debut single is Tyler Joe Miller with that song pillow talking. It was released December 20th, 2019. And I think it went to radio if I'm not mistaken, on Christmas Day. Uh, we have a great conversation about that song, about his brand new single, I Would Be Over Me Too, about songwriting with Kelly Archer. And by the way, don't know if you know this, but Tyler Joe Miller is actually a contractor by day, contractor by day, country star by night. And speaking of contractors, this very show is all sponsored by Trombetta Construction Materials, 1901 Barton Street, East in Hamilton, and Highway 20 in Fawn Hill. Let's get to it. It's Tyler Joe Miller, Industry 45 Podcast Show. This is Tyler Joe Miller, and you're listening to my man, Shane Christopher Neal on Country 89. Industry 45 Podcast Show, Shane Christopher Neal. Everybody great has three names like Tyler Joe Miller. How you doing, my friend? <laughs> doing well, man. How about you? Good. Every time I announce your name on country radio and I say, you know, either you're coming up or we're introing a song, it's like a really big Tyler Joe Miller because it sounds so powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. How you doing, man? I know the things are tough when you're a music guy today, but uh, you're doing well on the charts and, and everything seems to be going the right direction. But what have you been up to? Because clearly you're not doing any live shows these days. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, uh, you know, it, it's all still pretty brand new for me, but uh, radio seems to be going pretty good, they tell me. And uh, yeah, but other than that, it's just been, uh, you know, music's not my full time thing. So I'm, just busy working. <laughs> it's interesting you say that because, and we had this conversation before, but you know, there's a lot of country artists or, or just artists in general trying to make it. And how do I make you know music a full-time thing? And that's a really tough go. Here you are, a guy who's got a number one debut single, still has a day job. Just shows you how hard uh, this really <laughs> is, eh? That's right. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people think that, you know, if you're on the radio, you must be doing it full time and all that. And it's, man, it is just not the truth. <laughs> so, so tell me, where you, got so tell me where you started in music though. Um, cause you're from British Columbia and yeah. you, I take it you were just playing bars and those type of things, acoustic or with a band. And how did you get noticed, uh, for someone to take hold and say, this guy's got something special here? <laughs> it's, uh, it's a little funny cause I, I actually wasn't really doing the bar scene. So I, uh, uh, basically what happens, I used to play in a band that used to go around playing bars and stuff like that. And then I stopped doing music for a long time and I just kind of gave up on it and just, I don't know, it wasn't something that I was really just trying to do as a job or whatever. It was just something for fun. And then, uh, yeah. And then I got kind of back into, uh, you know, doing country music, but I was playing for other people. And so we we're doing like the festival circuits and, and the bar shows with, with other bands, but doing my own thing, um, you know, I had a buddy that asked me to open up, uh, for him for some show and I was like, ah, 
oh, I can, I got some songs because I, I was a writer before a performer. And I was like, well, I got some tunes. I could throw some a band together and kind of see what we can do. And so we played the show. And uh, before that, I'd actually put out like a cover video with a friend of mine named Kristen Carter, who's also a great yes. country artist from yeah, here. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, and so me and her put out just a duet, like a, a cover of like an Ed Sheeran and Beyonce song. And uh, we just threw that out to the internet. And uh, a couple of the people from MDM, my label now, uh, saw it on Facebook. And it just kind of circulated around and people were liking it and sharing it like crazy. And then, uh, yeah, so they kind of found me online. And then Mitch Merritt is one of my managers from MDM. And he uh, lives in the Langley area here. And uh, so he came out to the show and then uh, me and him met up. And, and yeah, the interest kind of happened because of, seen a video of me playing a song online isn't that crazy just on, just on facebook yeah and so i'd only played one full band show doing my own stuff and then uh one little acoustic show and that was it and the rest i was just playing with other artists not really expecting to do my own thing and then they uh yeah they kind of liked what they saw and then i showed them a few of the songs that i'd written and stuff and one thing led to another and they offered me my own record deal and uh, now I'm still kind of scratching my head why. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. They, 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 yeah, they took one hell of a chance on me. And that's what it was. Well, so you, I, I, couldn't be, I couldn't be more thankful for that. You know, when Pillow Talking came out, and this is obviously, you know, I'm working in country radio, and I, and I don't know who Tyler Joe Miller is, and I'm going to start this song here, but I, and I don't know who you are. And, and I hear this song, and, and the, the melody and the lyrics – and the voice, and I, I downloaded it right away. And then I got awesome. to Thank you. like watch some videos and understand more about who you were. But your voice in this man, like, like hit it out of the park. And <laughs> Kelly Archer, tell me about Kelly Archer, because Kelly helped you write this song or wrote the song? Yeah, so she actually wrote the song with uh, two other guys named uh, Blake Chaffin and Brett Tyler, and who are just unbelievable writers as well and uh we're actually writing my latest single i'll be over me too in nashville and uh after we finished it she kind of went hey i've got this uh other song that i think would be really good for your style and your voice it's called pillow talking and then she played it and i just went yep that's my song <laughs> i need that one and so that's kind of how pillow talking came about that, Kelly, and, and, Kelly also took another chance on me so that, that's incredible and and what people may not know is you're the first Canadian independent country artist with a number one debut single with that song. <laughs> and and that is just insane. So you made this look really easy. You know, you've pissed off a lot of people out there in, in music land <laughs> who said, I've been doing this for 20 years and, and I can't get any radio play at all. So um, ah, they can be pissed off. <laughs> when, when you deliver the vocal on this song, though, you know, it, it's it's it seems passionate for you. Like, even though you didn't write the song, there's something about the believability of how you delivered the lyrics. Totally. I mean, I think it's a song that, that uh, everybody kind of has been through in a way. I think everybody's got their own story of, of missing somebody and not really knowing how to express that or whatever it is. You lose somebody and uh, you just don't really know how to deal with it. And so I think that song uh, just kind of, that's what it's about. And so for me, it was kind of cool because it's, it's Almost, I can I consider it like a a tough guy's way of saying I miss you without saying I miss you. See, I wrote that down for, because I heard you say that before. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And so, yeah, and that's what I tell people because I that that basically sums it up for me at least. Where you know it can be hard for me to say things or express myself in certain ways, and that's the beauty of music and songwriting that you can say things without actually having to say them, and uh, it kind of yeah, it, it it just makes it a little bit easier. And so uh, this, this song. I could put that emotion into it because I felt that. Was this the first time you had to sing a song, though, written by somebody else? Because you said you were a songwriter and you were singing some of those songs, obviously, right? Was this the first time you delivered something on somebody else's song? Yeah, yeah. I'd never, I'm not much of a cover guy either. And so it was very interesting to sing words that somebody else had written. And yeah, especially as a songwriter, it's, you know, I, I want to sing my own stuff. But, uh, you know, when it came down to it, that song is just that song was a hit no matter who's going to sing it. And so I just wanted to be the person singing it. <laughs> and it came out December 20th last year, right? And I think it went to country radio on Christmas day, something. It did. Yeah, that's right. And see, I, I re, I'm 51 years old. My memory's not gone yet. And then, <laughs> you know, I think in what was it may that it went number one or sooner than that? Cause it didn't take long. <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, I have no clue. <laughs> Let's go with May. It started with an M. I saw it somewhere. March, May, something like Probably that. Probably May. When they told me I was, when they told me I was on the job site painting. So, <laughs> I got a question for you. You did these campfire sessions. Yeah. Did, you didn't start that fire, did you? Because I don't know if I believe that with the sticks and all. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of us that were getting that going, but uh, yeah, no, I had. Uh, I was supposed to sit there and look pretty, which I don't really do a great job of doing, but, uh, <laughs> they were cool though. I'm going to share those, uh, campfire sessions. Cause that, that great songs, obviously, and really cool the way that the whole thing come out. Talk to me about, um, nineties country music. I know you're a big fan of nineties country music and the storytelling. Who are some of your favorites growing up and influenced you as a singer and a songwriter in country music? Totally. Yeah. We, uh, we, I think I talked that about that a little bit in the campfire sessions too, that, I just want to say those guys' name is In Miss Productions, and they're just awesome dudes that just love supporting local artists and uh, and just doing that visually and, and stuff like that. And, but I, yeah, I kind of talk about it in it where I think uh, my my big influences with '90s country or just country growing up uh, for me was a huge one was Brad Paisley, and so Paisley's always been kind of my hero. He's why. You know, him and Jimmy Page were the two reasons why I wanted to start playing guitar. And, uh, and yeah, I'd say my, my influences were mostly probably Brad Paisley and Garth Brooks and uh, George Strait, Alan Jackson, that sort of era. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's what got me into country music. It was all about storytelling, which is what it's supposed to be. And so uh, I loved it. I know I've heard you say that if you were going to collaborate with any artist or songwriter, it could probably be Brad Paisley. That would be a good choice. But maybe pick somebody else. Um, who else would you want to songwrite with? Anybody? I would love to songwrite with uh, Riley Green. Oh, I think really? That guy's cool. doing awesome stuff as well. Yeah, he's just another good old blue-collar boy. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I love the stuff that he's written and, and love his music. So who do you listen to now besides him? Possibly like, are there any other people that, you know, you, what's on your iTunes or what are you listening to uh, as far as country music? Yeah. Uh, I am a huge, uh, Cody Johnson fan. So I'm listening to a ton of Cody Johnson. Um, Tyler Childers, another just great guy, uh, just unreal writer and singer and he sounds just as good uh you know in front of an audience than he is on your radio 
uh, yeah, th- those are those are two big ones that I've been listening to lately, definitely. And I want to ask you, I mean, you made it, like I said, sound and look really easy to get a number one song, but for singer-songwriters that are out there, what advice do you give them now that you're working with the label, publishing company, and all those type of things? Um, what do you say to artists that come up to you and say, wow, like, how did you do this? And I mean, I know you don't even have that answer, but how did you do this? And, and what, what advice would you give that artist as far as growing their career? Man, anything that I would tell people is, uh, one, meet as many people as you can. Uh, that was a big thing. I heard that uh, networking and, and it was about who you knew was such a big thing. And so before I even wanted to try doing my own thing, it was like, okay, I got to meet as many people in this industry as I can. And so building connections. Um, and yeah, just kind of something that I learned from, from our label and, and things that I've heard around is that a lot of people think that they, they just need the opportunity to get their song on the table or the desk of a record label and maybe they'll get a chance. Right. These labels, these labels are, are searching and looking around and, and finding the talent. It's not like they don't know what's going on around. And so I think a big thing is it's not so much just trying to get that opportunity, but it's just being your own artist and just doing what you do and love it. And I think when people recognize that, they'll, they'll want to pick it up. And so, uh, you know, you, you don't want to be doing songs that you don't like just because it's, I don't know, just going to get you forward or that's more radio friendly or whatever it is. Right. Man, just just do what you do and just just master it, you know? And so uh, my thing is writing. I'm huge for writing from your heart. And I the way that I write music is I write it like I say it. And so I don't want to complicate things too much. I don't want to be, you know, too poetic or whatever it is it's just like country music is about telling a story just just tell the story how you'd tell it that's kind of what i would say to, to songwriters at least were you worried after pillow talking did so well when you come out with your next single what that was going to look like because sometimes an artist goes you know what i'm happy i've had a, a hit but but now what and all of a sudden out of nowhere I would be over me too is on the radio and i'm like what what is this this is as good as the first one so how did that feel when it went to country radio? Because it's getting played. It's getting a lot of airplay. And uh, tell me a little bit how that felt just before it went out. Cause I'm sure there was some maybe nervousness there. And then now that it is out in the reaction that you're getting to the song. <laughs> yeah. The thought was definitely like, how the hell are we supposed to match <laughs> or follow up a number one single as a debuting single and artist who is, a bit nerve wracking in a way, but I think, I think I'm just treating this as a brand new single cause it is. And so we tried to, you know, I'm trying to not have any of that pressure on it that I naturally, I think put on myself in that way where it's like, Oh man, you know, if it doesn't hit number one, then it's not as good. It's like, no, it's, it's a brand new song. It's a different style. And, uh, but I'm treating it as a brand new song because it's my first song I've put out to country radio that I actually wrote. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, just the fact that it's on the radio and people know these songs that, that I was a part of, you know, writing, right? like that's crazy to me. So, you know, even if one station added it, I think that's pretty damn cool. So, but, uh, so do you, do you feel like things, then, yeah. do you, do you feel that, um, you know, again, because you were part of the songwriting in this pro in this song, um, even if it doesn't go to number one, like, and it goes to number 20, that's okay because it's still something that's personal to you. Absolutely. Yeah. If hell, if the first song hit top twenty, I would have been ecstatic. 
<laughs> you know, it's, it's one of those things where I can't really have any expectations. You know, you put music out and you, you see if people like it and if they don't, then whatever. Uh, if they do, then that's awesome. And so I think, I think my success, and I said this when I went on radio tour, pitch and pillow talking, um, you know, I kind of said like my success is not on, uh, you know, it's not based on radio plays. It's not based on, uh, you know, how many, how many times people are streaming it or whatever it is. My, my success is, you know, if, if people, if some people like my music, that's awesome. And if they can relate to it, that's the whole point of writing country music. Right. So even better. that's, yeah. And so I, I don't want to put that pressure on myself that it has to get to a certain number on the radio charts. I think that's BS. I think if people like my music, great. Cause there's going to be a lot of people that don't. And I can't focus on that. It's got to be focusing on, you know, is this, is this song getting across as I wrote it? Are people understanding it and getting it and relating to it? I think that's way more important to me. Absolutely. Now, what, have, what would your plans have been in 2020 if, um, you know, we didn't go through this COVID-19? Were, were you planning or was your label planning on getting you on a tour or kind of where were you going with this? You had another song obviously just released and... Was that just going to be kind of, we're going to see what's going to happen for the rest of the year, maybe tour next year, or what was your, uh, your hope? <laughs> That's also a great question. Uh, I'm not too sure. I think that I heard some talk of tour stuff, or maybe some have asked me to be on tours, something like that. I'm not sure, but I know that we were saving the festivals for next year. Um, you know, we, we just really wanted to focus on the music that we were putting out. And, you know, have people know me as an artist before I stand on stage and sing songs to them. I want to be able to stand on stage and have them sing songs to me. And so uh, I know that we were kind of holding back a little bit on the live show uh, part of it. But, yeah, I'm not exactly sure what the plans were. So these are both singles, right? Are you going to release an EP or an album? Was that something that was talked about? Uh, that's also a great question. I think that is the plan. We would like to get some more songs out, uh, instead of just putting out singles, but, uh, I'm not exactly sure what the plans are. COVID's kind of just really been a pain in the ass. <laughs> I, I totally agree. I just like how you really don't know. And you just go, I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> There's honesty there, man. I appreciate it. And, and you know what? Like I said, great songs. And right from the first time I heard pillow talking, as I mentioned, I downloaded it and something I had to listen to, and it was over and over in my truck. And uh, congratulations on that. Congratulations on a, a new second single as well. And I look forward to seeing you at some point in Ontario. I mean, you can still travel to Ontario, you know, even with COVID-19. So <laughs> maybe there'll be a it's show true. somewhere, right, that we can check you out at. It's true. And half my family's out in Ontario too, so. Absolutely. That, that's awesome, my friend. Thank you. This is the Industry 45 Podcast Show with Shane Christopher Neal.